good evening. God bless. I can see people jumping online. Good evening wherever you are this evening. At, what are we, 7.34, whatever your timeline is across this earth. May God bless you and strengthen you in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you so much for joining us here as we just settle down just for these 30 minutes or so. As we gather, as we break bread together. And we take of the cup and as we just take a few moments out of the busyness of life. And as we just gather around the word of God. If you've got a Bible, please, please flick that open. We're going to go to Psalm 91. But good evening and welcome to everyone across the world. Thank you so much for the, uh, the amount of people that join us on these live stream services across the world and back watch and, and just share all this stuff out. We are so blessed uh, to have you journey with us uh, through this very interesting journey of time that we're all living very different lives, but we are serving one God, one King. He is the King of Kings and he is the Lord of Lords. We're going to look at Psalm 91. If you will turn to Psalm 91 and uh, we'll just see how we go this evening as we break bread and what I love about Christ is that we don't need a priest, we don't need the bishops, we don't need the king of kings of this of this world. We don't need the king of the kings across this nation. We don't need the monarchy. We don't need anybody but Christ to be able to take of the bread and wine. We don't need the system of church. We don't need religion. We don't need everything else that goes along that. You can take bread and wine. You can break bread and communion without all the system, without all the, the razzmatazz of the ecclesia, without everything, wherever you are, never let anyone stop you taking of the bread and the wine because it is what Christ is instructing us to do. It has come from Christ. God is with you and God will never leave you nor forsake you. So wherever you are this this evening, look, what are we? We're 7.35, 7.35 as you join us here. May God bless you across the world. You're joining myself. I have to give this little push out. You're joining myself, Reverend Ben Cooper, here in Elim Church in Swanley. You can find us through the world of podcasting. Just type into the Google uh, search engines, you know, all that sort of stuff. You'll have to forgive me. My voice is a little bit tired. My lips are a little bit behind my uh, thinking tonight, so I'm a little bit tongue-tied. But never mind. God is with us. You can find us on Apple Music. You can find us on Amazon Music. You can find us on iHeartRadio, Buzzsprout, Spotify, and many other social platforms. And for those that are in the world of podcasting, we just want to say thank you so much for sharing everything that we do. Thousands uh, across the world are going out from this small studio that we have uh, bolted on the back of the church in the mighty name of Jesus, we welcome you. Come on, let's get in the scripture. Psalm 91. Wherever you are, let me put these old spectacles on. Let's put these on and let's get straight into the message this evening. There is nothing more powerful than the Word of God. So wherever you are, just grab yourself a Bible, whatever device you may be looking at at this hour, at this moment in time. Psalm 91. Whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High shall rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will serve the Lord. He is my refuge, my fortress, my God in whom I trust. I just want to encourage you tonight, wherever you are across this earth, to trust in God in every situation that you are going through, in every uh, area of your life, whether it's work, whether it's bringing up a family, whether it's marital, whether you're married, unmarried, whether you're going through divorce, whether you're looking to get married, whether you're in a relationship, out of a relationship, whether you are carrying child or whether you're looking to carry child, whether you're employed, unemployed, whatever your press on this earth is this evening, God is with you. God is with you, and I pray tonight that God will just uh, just touch your heart in a very special way tonight. Those that just feel very down, those that feel very pressed out of society and culture and life, don't worry about that. What's more important is that we understand that God is for us. God is for you. God has saved you. God has saved me. God has set us free. God has given us a hope and a future. And wherever you are tonight, your salvation is secure in God. Your salvation is secure in Christ. Your redemption is in him. Your blessings are in him. Your your healings are in him. Your your everything is in him. He is your yes and he is your amen. But Psalm 91, let's just have a look. I'm going to read this all the way through. It's just uh, 16 verses. Let me start again. Whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will serve the Lord. He is my refuge, my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Surely he will save you from the foul of snare and from the 
deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his feathers and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness will be your shield and your rampart. You will not fear the terror of night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in the darkness, nor the plague that destroys at midday. A thousand may fall at your side, ten thousand at your right hand, but it will not come near you. You will only observe with your eyes and see the punishment of the wicked. If you say, the Lord is my refuge, and make him uh, the most high in your dwelling place, no harm will overtake you, no disaster will come near your tent, for he will command his angels concerning you to guide you in all your ways. They will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against the stone. You will tread upon the lion and the cobra. You will trample the great lion and the serpent because he loves me, says the Lord. I will rescue him. I will protect him for he acknowledges my name. He will call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver and honor him with long life. Will I satisfy him and show him my salvation? God is with you wherever you are tonight. The fire and the presence of the Holy Spirit is with you. I pray that you will just just, just rest in God. Whatever your press on life is, whatever your worries are, whatever your strains are, whatever your fears are, whatever your doubts are, you know, what I love about Christ, it's not about walking into a holy building. It's walking with the one that created the holy buildings. It's not about walking into a religious connotation and a religious setting and a religious vibe. It's about walking into the presence of the living God. It's about walking with the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. It's not about how many times I get in church it's not about how many times um, I'm in the church setting it's how uh, I understand that your redeemer lives and because he lives uh, I can face tomorrow your king is alive your God is alive your the word of God is working in your life you you might just feel like you're just touching the fringe of Christianity you might even feel that you're not worthy of stepping into church you know I know what them feelings are like I understand clearly what, what what that's about sometimes we don't feel worthy of what God has given us but it is by grace you have been saved so in psalm 91 whoever dwells in the shelter of the most high will rest in the shadow of the almighty i will serve the lord he is my refuge and my fortress my god in whom i will trust he is your fortress he is your god he is your redeemer he is your king he is your great i am and i pray right now that god will just strengthen you and god will just open doors of opportunities for you and i love that in verse uh, verse 11 for he will command his angels he will command he will put them angels to flight he will put the angelic uh, activity into existence he will speak what needs to happen it's not because the angels have power it is because the god that created the heavenly beings the the angels it is god that puts the angels to fly it is no man it is no woman it is no human being that can command and to do this everything can only come into being is by the power of his word the scripture says you have not because uh, you ask not so when we ask i've got to ask in line with the word of god or i've got to ask in line with uh, what the king wants for our lives you know uh, but what's really interesting that there may be many tonight that just feel very low and very tired really jaded really knocked about at work knocked about at university knocked about at school just knocked about in just your life and your relationships you just feel really battered and just knocked around you feel like you're that ship you're that boat just sailing across the channel it's really stormy and you're getting battered to the left and the right you've almost lost focus focus of what port you're going to what destination you're looking to but just keep your eyes on jesus just close your eyes because what is so great about christianity it is christ in us not us our physical in him he is within us we carry the living word he is omnipresent he is omnipotent he is the king of kings and he is the lord of lords you carry him but for us to carry him he comes into us and for us to recognize that he is the living christ and what i I love it the physical cannot recognize the spiritual until the spiritual has revealed itself to the physical 
So the physical has no forbearance or for strength or for knowledge of the supernatural until the supernatural is presented to each and every one of us. So God is with you. Wherever you are tonight, you are not alone. You are not in the wilderness of loneliness. God is with you and he will command his angels concerning you. Verse 11 of Psalm 91, for he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways, in every way in every layer of life and every footstep in every motion uh, of progression in your life every press forward every millisecond of your life every moment every heartbeat every breath every thought every area of your life has been seen and has for been foreseen by the king of kings and the lord of lords and he is a rescuer let's see what it says Verse 14, because he loves me. Who is saying this? This is what the Lord is saying about the individual. This is what God is saying about the individual. Verse 14 of Psalm 91, because he loves me, says the Lord, I will rescue him. God is rescuing many. God is still rescuing. Even when we think that we have been rescued and and we think we're all safe and something happens in our lives, he will continue to be the rescuer. He is always rescuing. He is always redeeming. He is always setting the captives free. He is always moving. God is never stagnant. He is always ahead. He is always behind. He's to the left. He is to the right. He's to the front of us. He's to the rear. He's to the left, the right. He's omnipresent. He's omnipotent he's in every situation he's before time because he created time he's before the word eternity even came to into existence in the human language he is eternity he is the great i am he is your brighter morning star he is your shield he is your rampart and if you look in uh, ephesians chapter 6 about putting on the full armor he is your shield he is your breastplate he is the belt of truth he is the gospel of peace your feet are fitted with the gospel of peace he is the the belt of truth he is the sash he is the king he is worthy of all praise in in revelations when it talks about the sash the golden sash around he is the king he is the bright morning star he is your savior he is your rock he is your god and he is your father in heaven and everything on this earth that is temporal that is just a breath in uh from eternity God is breathing into your life. God is, is, is in charge of your heart. God is in charge of your lungs. God created your DNA and he is taking charge of every area of your life. He is worthy of all praise. You are blessed and highly favored. You are a child of the living God. And in Psalm 91, we're just picking a few of these texts out here tonight. We don't have the time to do any expository looking. We don't have any time to do any sermonizing. Holy Communion night is just looking at a few scriptures and just saying father i am weak but when i'm weak then i'm strong father i am a sinner saved by grace i am washed in the blood of jesus and i recognize your word is at work in my life your word is yes and amen your word is full glory you are glory you are power you are anointing you are great you are worthy of all praise there's so many words in the word of god that this describe the glory of the living God but when we look at verse 1 it says in Psalm 91 whoever dwells in the shelter of the most high will rest in the shadow do we realize that we are resting in the shadow of the almighty he is your refuge he is your fortress he is your God he is your healer he is Jehovah Jireh Jehovah Shalom Jehovah Shanissi he is Jehovah he is the king he is worthy of all praise he is the great I am and he is your God. He is everything. He is El Shaddai. He is all that we need. He is the breath. He is the air that we breathe. He is the oxygen. He is in our DNA. He created our DNA. He created the heavens and the earth. And and when we understand Genesis and when we look at Genesis and and we understand creation and the and the formation of the power of the spoken word when the when Christ when God when the spoken word was released from the heavenly fathers being and he spoke let there be light and there was and and everything came into being and he separated light from darkness and he spoke creation into being you know before creation was even spoken into existence you was 
before God said, let there be light. You was. The scripture says in the psalmist, before the creation of the world, I knew you. I formed you. I knitted you together. I know we've mentioned this. I know we've looked at this a lot and we've unpacked this through the, through the podcast, through sermons, through Bible studies, but it's really relevant for each and every one of us because there is such a press on humanity. There is such a press on Christianity and there is such a push and there are so many people feeling exhausted, feeling tired, feeling weary, not feeling the, the quiet themselves. They're, they feel that there's something not quite right. That is because it's the heaviness of the atmosphere of life, the, just the heavy humdrum, just the, the monotony of just Monday through to Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday and Friday, just the monotony of just the, the robotic process of life. But But what I try to do here on a Monday evening is just let you know that wherever you are tonight, you can take communion across the world. You can be an aircraft sitting with your family. You can be on your own on the aircraft. You can be in the middle of the field. You can be in your van. You can be on your car. You you, you can be sitting on your driveway. You can be sitting in the deck chair. You can be sitting on a rock on, on the edge of a beach. You can be sitting wherever you want to be as long as you've got some bread and some wine or some grape juice that represents the body of Christ, the blood of Christ. It is not down to any priest or any leader or any bishop or any organization that can tell us when and when we can't take and partake of the bread and the wine. God has saved you. God has set you free. And God has said through Christ, Christ is the image of the invisible God. And God has said something very, very clearly. Through Christ the Redeemer, as often as you come together, do this in remembrance of me. So wherever you are tonight, just get yourself some bread, get yourself uh, uh, some wine, get yourself some grape juice that represents the blood of Christ. And you know what? You are free because who the sun sets free is free indeed. When I think about the the scriptures that free us up, when I when I think about the texts that give us freedom, when I think about the text that breaks the barriers and and destroys destroys the yoke and breaks down uh, the religious monotony and the religious rhetoric and the religious dogma and everything that goes along with that. You are free to break bread. You are a child of the living God. You are a son. You are a daughter. And you are free tonight because who the son sets free is free indeed. And let me just remind you of Psalm 91 verse 11 because I believe that there are many that need this refreshment in scripture tonight for he will command his angels the angels belong to him the angels came into existence because of the power of the spoken word the angels only move and act according to the voice and the command of the living God there is no one else that can get the activity from heaven moving there is no way on this earth that anyone can dictate to this eternal God and ask God I want I want I want what we need to be doing is saying Lord what is your will not I want but what is your will for my life when I understand what the will is of the father for me as a believer because the world will tell you you can have what you want there is a difference between what and wanting and the will of the will of the father has nothing to do with anticipation and then nothing to do with forecasting you know the the world will tell you you can have what you want when you want it and it will give you the okay to go ahead and say you can have what you want you can be what you want you can do what you want when you want to do whatever you want to do because the world feeds the flesh but the scripture says i cannot have what i want when i want it to be and the new testament writer writes very clearly and i'll put it in the biblical language why do i do the things that i shouldn't do Why do I do the things that I hate? And why don't I do the things that I should be doing? The Apostle Paul writes very, very clearly. And I pray that every one of us will seek God. You know, we can't seek him until he first presents to us. Because he opens our heart. He opens the way. He makes a way just like the access was made when Christ was uh, on the cross of Calvary. 
And we know what he said, it is finished. And with that, he bowed and he gave up his uh, spirit and he bowed his head and he gave up his spirit. But at that time, we understand that the temple curtain was torn in two. Christ gives us access. The Father in heaven came down 14 generations and he presented himself as the living Messiah. And the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We know it through the Gospel of John, John chapter 1. Very clearly it says, In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Colossians makes it very clear. Christ is the image of the invisible God. You may hear me repeat certain scriptures that purely is uh, a very particular reason and that is the reason why I'm repeating it is because God keeps laying it on my heart because there are many of us that need to keep being reminded that in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God and we need to understand in Colossians where it says very clearly Christ is the image of the invisible God now God came down Christ was the vehicle Christ came into this world as the living God he is the Messiah he is the Savior he is the Redeemer he is the King of Kings and he is the Lord of Lords and I just want you to turn to Psalm 91 as we come to the table and I'll just love for you to read that and just for you to sit and to be still or whether you might be just listening through this through the podcast you might be commuting you might be traveling however you capture this when you get to a safe place and you are able to pause and to be safe uh, just just pull out psalm 91 on your device on your phone through through the word of god if you're at home if you're at your desk just read psalm 91 make it the prayer make it the press that you feel that that, that god is leading you to also psalm 23 the lord is my shepherd i shall not one he makes me lie down in green pastures god is is drawing many to new pastures God is laying many people down. And what do you mean by that? I mean he is laying you by refreshing waters, green pastures, new beginnings. There are many Christians hanging around barren land. And the barren land is not as the the scripture is referring to. I'm referring to the barren land of stagnant, still uh, dead waters, Jacob's well. There are many holding on to Jacob's well. And what Jacob's well represents was the old way. Christ said very clearly to the woman that come to the well, why are you trying to draw uh, water from a well that is muddy, that is clogged up, and man has dug that well, and because man has created that well, that well will come to an end. But what he said to her, and I believe that you all know this scripture, and God is... God is opening your heart for revelation and God is revealing and God is stirring and God is drawing and I believe God is saying this to you and he is saying this to me tonight. I can give you living water. Are you thirsty? Are you thirsty? Come to me. I can only come to him when he has called me. Because this earth suit, this hu- this human body that I walk around in, this, this inner me, this, this spiritual me, this body is a vehicle to carry the spiritual me. Just like... Christ is the image of the invisible God, but I would uh, I would urge you to go to Psalm 91 in the stillness of maybe the midnight hour tonight, in the moment of when the children are at bed, or when you've just gotten from work, or maybe when you finish the commute, or maybe when you're out walking, when you're exercising, whenever it may be, I would just ask you right now to read very clearly Psalm 91. God has called you god is with you god is drawing you god is with you this earth suit is carrying the inner us this earth suit is carrying the inner you you are carrying the living word you have been created for him and by him the god of glory is with you you are blessed and highly favored you have been bought with a price the king of kings and lord of lords we are slaves to righteousness we are slaves we are slaves to righteousness. I feel that this is important. I believe many people are, are trying to fight the good fight of faith. 
And when we talk about fight the good fight of faith, are misinterpreting the scripture and uh, how that, that works. We've got to understand that the battle belongs to the Lord. The battle belongs to the Lord. There is no fight. There is no fight I have to do because the battle was already won at the cross of Calvary. Satan has already been defeated. So the biggest battle that I may ever face in my life is the inner me, is me, is the fleshly me, is the is the different sides of me, the, the, the frustrated me, the me. But I've got to understand that the devil is under, under my feet. The devil was crushed at the cross of Calvary the devil's work was crushed through the shed blood of Christ he is your God and the battle belongs to the Lord I don't need to go into any arena I don't need to go into any battle uh, flight I got to put on the armor I put on the armor I understand what the armor is the breastplate of righteousness the uh, the sword of the spirit my 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 my, I got the belt of truth I got the helmet of salvation I got my feet fitted ready with the gospel of peace what I've got to understand is that my feet are fitted with the gospel of peace. So I don't need to get angry. I don't need to fight. I don't need to enter into any skirmishes with anyone because my battle is not with flesh and blood. But I cannot battle in the heavenlies because the battle belongs to the Lord. So it's very interesting when we talk about spiritual warfare. Spiritual warfare cannot be won in the earth suit because spiritual warfare is not of this earthly flesh suit. The the scripture makes this very clear. Our battle is not with our neighbor. Our battle is not with the human brother or sister. The battle belongs to the Lord. Our battle is in the heavenly layers, but I cannot fight in the heavenly layers because I can, I cannot get to them heavenly layers. My God is the one that fights the spiritual principalities and all them areas because I cannot transcend. I cannot get my physical body into the spiritual realm. I, I cannot live. And there are many people out there that believe in transcendental, uh, meditation. Many people will talk about astroplaning many will talk about i was called up to here there and everywhere well i can assure you you wasn't called up into the heavenlies to sit at the right hand of the father because christ is seated at the right hand of the father and the scripture says no one has seen god and can live that is clear so while i walk this earth i cannot fight the battle in the heavenly realms because my physical me cannot get into the eternal and come back the only time i will get into the eternal realm is when this earthly body breathes its last and god calls me home and this body as genesis says returns to the from the earth from where i came from the earth i shall return ashes to ashes dust to dust that is clear but the battle belongs to the lord so i don't need to fight and i certainly cannot fight in 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 the heavenly realms because the physical body cannot get into the spiritual but the spiritual comes into the physical so the battle belongs to the lord a very simple process but you will find ministers in church you will find many people saying that they're going up into the heavenlies and they're going to they're going to draw and they're going to fight with principalities but the scripture makes that clear the battle belongs to the lord I go in faith and I go in prayer and I go in the power of the Holy Spirit. God is the one that is fighting for us. The battle actually has already been won and already been uh, crushed at the cross of Calvary. The battle belongs to the Lord. I don't actually need, what I've got to do is get dressed in the armor. I've got to be dressed and ready. But the scripture says that I do not need to fight. The battle belongs to the Lord. The biggest battle anyone will ever have is the battle with themselves, the battle of the mind, the battle of life, just the battle of getting through because the devil is defeated. I haven't got to worry about the principalities. I haven't got to worry about uh, the areas of authority because that's God's area. That is not for me as a human being because I cannot connect as a human being 
in, I cannot get myself, I cannot teleport myself, I cannot get myself into that spirit, this physical body, there is no one on earth, you might look at, you might look at the eunuch, you might, but that was only happening when God took the servant and God done that, you know, God does that, no human being has the capabilities within itself, within the flesh realms to get there, you've got to understand what John said, I was on the Lord's day, and I was taken up. God took him up. God takes, God draws, God brings the vision, God gives the dream, God gives, God gives, God gives, God draws, God pulls, God comes down, God ascends, God moves, God is in everything. You cannot get your physical body up into the heavenly realms and be and come back down there was only one that went up that way and his name was Jesus and he is coming back that way the only time that I will leave this body is when this earth suit dies when I die in the flesh then me the enemy is drawn into the kingdom of God uh, or should I say into the heavenly realms because we understand the kingdom of God is within sorry and the kingdom of God is around so I will be drawn home to glory I just want to let you know do not try to fight because you do not need to fight the battle belongs to the Lord the most important thing I need to do as a believer is work out my salvation with fear and trembling. That's all I've got to worry. The devil is defeated. The devil is defeated. And the devil is defeated. It is gone. It is finished. It is over. Yes, there are principalities. Yes, there are spiritual entities. Yes, there are satanic agents. But they have no power over me because who the sun sets free is free indeed. You are free you are blessed. You are a child of the living God. And most of the time, the trouble that is in my life is caused by me. <laughs> it's simple. Certain areas and lifestyle choices, lifestyle presses are, are brought around by the human being making a wrong decision. The devil is defeated. There was one, one sacrifice, one sacrifice once once and for all for he will command his angels concerning you there has been angels been put to flight in your life that you never even knew existed that was carrying you even when you didn't know that you needed to be carried the god of glory has defeated the work of lucifer lucifer has no strength and power over you let those that want to keep talking about deliverance, let them go and be delivered as many times as they want to be delivered because that's not the gospel of Jesus Christ. If you are born again, filled with the spirit of the living God, washed in the blood of Jesus, there is now no condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus. For what the law was powerless to do, Christ, uh, God did by sending his one and only son. One sacrifice once and for all. If you are, if I am truly born again, filled with the spirit, yes, I understand that there is spiritual beings on the outside and they might try to push me, and tr but they don't own me. Half the problems in my life is my silliness and my stupidness and me being a human being making decisions. That is is simple god is for you god is not against you and god has fought the battle the battle has been won through the cross of calvary you are a child of the living god yes there are attacks yes there are still a a press on the outside but just as the scripture says resist the devil and he will flee resist the power is in resistance. It's not in shouting. It's not doing a holy war dance. It's not jumping up and down and doing backflips and going to this and to doing that. It is just resisting. It is about being obedient to Christ. Resistance doesn't need, even need to come into the understanding and the walk with Christ because as I walk for Jesus, if I put my complete focus on the author and the perfecter of my faith, 
No demonic force will try to come to rumble your door. Because when they see that you are steadfast in the word of God, the devil said very clearly to Jesus, we know who Jesus is, but we don't know who the religious folk are. We ain't got you. We ain't got. We just got to worry about. See, when you carry Jesus, you are armed and you are dangerous. You are already, you are already in a righteous place. When you carry the living word, when you walk in paths of righteousness, when you realize who you are in Christ Jesus, victory has already been victorious. The battle has already been won. When you walk in the power of anointing and glory, yes, there are Jezebelic activities. Yes, there are voices. Yes, there are tendencies. Yes, yes, yes. But also, I can make that up in my head and my thinking. I've got to be careful of my thinking. I've got to be careful of my understanding. I've got to be careful that I am not influencing myself. Spiritual warfare is a place that I do not need to even go into because if I am focused on Hebrews chapter 12 verse 2. Keep your eyes on Jesus, the author and the perfecter of my faith. If I keep my eyes on Jesus, keep my focus on Christ, keep my heart singing and rejoices, singing hymns and psalms, and and keep pressing in, Paul writes very clearly, he was not led by Lucifer, he was not dictated to by Lucifer. He says, why do I do? Humanity does the things that humanity is going to do. He talks very simply, why do I do the things I hate? Why can't I do the things that I should do? Decisions, decisions just made. The life stresses, the, 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 the stresses of being a human being, just decisions. But we've got to understand, God has put to flight angels concerning you even when we didn't know there was spiritual attack coming our way. Spiritual attack got stopped. What does the scripture say? When the enemy comes in like a flood, God lifts up a standard. It takes me out of the equation. It takes me, it removes me. It removes me because the battle belongs to the Lord. My focus and my calling And my understanding of Christianity is following Jesus. The demonic forces will just, will will disappear. The demonic forces cannot get near the holy God. The demonic forces cannot live near holiness. The, the, The press that an individual should have. Be holy because I am holy. The, the, the heavenly, uh, the, what, what I should, should, what I should be saying, the demonic forces cannot get near, cannot get near the holiness of God. They run, they run, they cannot get near. The holiness of God is so sovereign, is so strong, not even a human being can cope with it. Lucifer, in, in all what, what the, the, um, satanic realms might put themselves up, to be cannot get near the holiness of God. He is the line of Judah. He is the King of Kings and he is the Lord of Lords. I'm going to pray now and we're going to take of the bread and we're going to take of the wine and you are blessed and highly favored. The battle belongs to the Lord. Victory was at the cross of Calvary. Calvary, well actually you can trace it back trace it back in in so many so many places so many areas of life wherever you are tonight i pray that you break bread and wherever you are tonight you know you you just got to just seek god just keep seek him seek him seek him seek him you know uh, be careful who you're kin to be careful of the ministries you tie yourself to be careful who you listen to be careful who you follow be careful and just follow jesus there, you just got to follow Jesus. Don't follow me. You know, you can watch us for a while, buzz in and out. That's your choice. But, but you've got to follow Jesus. Follow Jesus. It is Jesus. It's not me. It's not the ministry. It's not Elim. It's not any denomination. It is Jesus. Follow Christ. Father, we thank you that your 
body was broken for us. And Lord, I thank you that you've done all the pressing in. Lord, I've just got to follow because you pressed in. You broke the work of Lucifer. You broke the back of satanic activity. The devil is a liar. He has no power in the name of Jesus over my life, your life, our lives. Because Christ said this very simply, it is written. That doesn't take anything to say. It is written if there's any satanic attack coming against your life just speak the word of god it is written no weapon forged against me shall prosper any tongue that rises up in condemnation against me shall not succeed in jesus name done and finished i don't need to dance i don't need to holler i don't need to do a backflip backflip shouting scriptures i just say no weapon forged against me shall prosper i am a child of the living god i am saved i am blessed i am blood washed i am sanctified and the devil is under my feet that's all we got to do look down you're under my feet in the name of jesus father bless this bread in the mighty name of jesus christ we thank you that this bread symbolizes the body of christ and as i break this lord the battle was already won in jesus name amen thank you holy spirit thank you lord lord you are worthy father i thank you lord that the battle belongs to the lord god i thank you that i am cleansed in the blood of jesus i thank you lord the brothers and sisters are cleansed in the mighty name of jesus through the shed blood of the lamb of god I thank you, Jesus, that I was a sinner, but you saved a wretch like me. I thank you, Lord, that I don't need, Father God, to give the devil any more airplay because he is defeated at the name of Jesus. So, Lord, no weapon forged against me shall prosper. Any tongue that rises up against me shall be condemned in the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you, Lord, that as I keep walking for you, Lord, you're the one. The God, you told me very clearly. You told us. You tell each and every one of us in the Old Testament, God is an enemy to our enemies. So I ain't got to fight. I ain't got to do anything. I, all I've got to do is follow the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. All I've got to worry about is working out my salvation with fear and trembling. That's the fear <clears throat> the only fear I should be understanding, work out your salvation with fear and trembling. I ain't fearful about the devil. I ain't fearful about what he might be barking around. There are lots of people barking and giving more and lifting up Lucifer more than they're lifting up Christ. There are more ministries lifting up Lucifer by giving him too much airplay when the battle was won through the shed blood <coughs> of the Messiah, of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And you are blood washed. You are a child of the living God. <coughs> and let's just take this cup in the mighty name of Jesus. You are saved. The devil is under your feet. You are redeemed. You have been bought with a price. You are a slave to righteousness. Done. It's a given. That's it. The devil is defeated. So Father, I thank you for the blood of Jesus Christ, that I am blood washed, sanctified, bought with a price, I am owned, I am owned and created and brought into existence by the God of Israel and God owns me. Christ's life was given for my life and I belong to Jesus. If I belong, I cannot be got to. If I am in I am in the devil is a liar and Psalm 23 you prepare a table in the presence of my enemies my cup runneth over the Lord is fighting for you God has already won the battle through the word the living Christ so father I thank you that I'm able to rest and to be still. 
Lord, I don't need to worry about spiritual beings. I don't need to worry about uh, <clears throat> the sons of gods. I don't need to worry about Lucifer, Leviathan. I don't need to worry about all the satanic agents. All I've got to focus on is Jesus Christ, the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, the Conqueror. Romans, Romans chapter 8. We are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced, neither death nor life, nor the present nor the future, nor the living nor the dead, nor any principalities, nor demons, nor nothing can separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus. If you're in Jesus, look out the window and wave to the devil because he can't get you. He can't get you. He can't get you because you have been bought. There has been a transition. There has been a sacrifice. There has been a price of redemption. Salvation means I am saved. What am I saved from? I'm saved from the penalty of sin. I'm saved from the accusation of sin. I am saved. It doesn't mean to say that I won't act in sin. But when I act or I live in sin, I have the opportunity to say, Father, redeem me. Lord, forgive me. Goodness gracious. Why do we even need to talk about the enemy? The church talks about the enemy more than it talks about Jesus. Ministries talk about more about the devil and what the devil is doing more than they talk about Jesus. If the church was to, to talk about more than what Jesus is doing... The devil would flee, because at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow on the earth, under the earth, through the earth, every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Satan has been crushed. His work has been crushed. He's just trying to push it. Father, I thank you that I'm cleansed in the blood of Jesus. And right now, I thank you for the power of prayer. And through the power of prayer and the power of scripture and the power of speaking to my God in heaven, demons flee at the name of Jesus. I don't need to shout and dance because demons flee at the name of Jesus. And at the name of Jesus, I thank you that I am blessed and highly favoured. I thank you that at the name of Jesus... Satan's knees tremble at the name of Jesus. I thank you that at the name of Jesus, 7,000 demons flee at the name of Jesus. I thank you that Leviathan cannot stand in the presence of the Holy God. But you have access. You have access to the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. You are in, not because of how great you are, but because how great your God is. Wash me and cleanse me in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name, amen. Lucifer's work was crushed before the world even came into being. Lucifer is just acting out, just doing what God has already told us he would do through the word of God. Satan is not doing anything greater than God has spoken about what he would do. Satan only has the capabilities and only has the stretch in what the word tells us he has to do. You only have to look at the book of Job. Very clear. God is with you. God is for you and God is not against you. When we talk about pressing in, pushing in, I'm going into prayer. It's Christ in the Christ was in the Garden of Gethsemane in the greatest and the hardest hour of his life. There is no mention of Lucifer's activity. It is always about the will of the Father. The will of the Father. When I'm in the will of the Father, you're a conqueror. May God bless you, may God strengthen you, and wherever you are tonight, may the hand of God be on you like never before. 
The battle has been won. Let's take these off a minute. I need to understand something very clear. The battle was won before creation was even spoken into existence. Because if the scripture is right, and the scripture is right, and what the scripture says, I knew you before I formed you. I created you in your mother's womb before the foundation of the world. If all this, what the psalmist speaks about and the New Testament writer writes about, if I bring all this into existence, God was there. I don't want to, I can't go any further because of time, but I really believe God will open up the envelope and take you deeper. Redemption was already in before God created Lucifer, and God created Lucifer because Lucifer was created in a beautiful angelic being, but he decided to fall. He fall, he fell, it was him that decided, but God created and God knew because you, you'll find that. There is such a study on all that, but we don't need to study that because it is broken, it is finished, it is over. The scripture says, I believe in the Old Testament, he knew the end from the beginning, the beginning from the end. He is the beginning, he is the end. He's been already to the end, and he is at the end, and he's already at the beginning. He is omnipresent, he is omnipotent, he is in all, he is before time, he created time. So Satan is just Satan is just but the church and hollywood and uh ministries puff him up so much they put him up they they worship you don't need to be delivered anymore you was delivered when salvation came to you you was delivered. You were set free. I was. I didn't need the prayer of deliverance because when salvation came in at such a pace and such a power, demonic forces crushed at the at the cross of Calvary. There is no way Lucifer and demonic forces can stand up against the strength of salvation. It is impossible. It is no, there is no way that any demonic forces, all the demonic forces with all their power and their strength buttoned up, pushed together, God can just breathe them out of existence. So when salvation comes in from the very heart of God and salvation comes in and rescues, what disappears? Satanic activity without us realizing there was any satanic activity. Because God done it through the cross of Calvary, through his son, Jesus Christ. A Christian does not need another deliverance prayer. A Christian does not need another press of being delivered. Once saved, always saved. Once washed, always washed. Once delivered, always delivered. Once saved, always saved. Once, once, one sacrifice, once for all ministries and church they're playing games with people's minds but the bible makes it clear god has saved god has set freed god has delivered the cross of calvary made a spectacle of every spiritual entity across the heavenlies christ hung on that cross he put to shame Every spiritual activity in the earth, over the earth, through the heavenlies. I tell you what, what really does and what really sets Christians free is studying the sovereignty of God. Not looking at Lucifer, not looking at deliverance ministries, not looking at this and that and, and, and studying all that demonic. If a Christian studies creation the birth, the death, the resurrection of Christ, and studies the sovereignty and grace and mercy and redemption, suddenly I realize the devil is defeated without going into the word of deliverance. 
You don't need to be delivered any more times. Don't let anyone keep telling you, you've got to be delivered. You've got to be delivered. You've got to... That, that crushes and that makes Christ's work, wipes it out. But that, that's the wrong way round. When Christ came to this earth, he came to set the captives free. I did not realize I was captive until he freed me. I did not need to work at my salvation. My salvation was given. So when salvation was given, demonic forces fleed. Because at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. I don't need to go to theological college. I don't need to anyone to give me a certificate. I don't need to be lifted up in, in any pulpit. All I've got to understand is that I am a son of the living God. You are a daughter of the living God. You carry the word of the living God. There is power in the power of the living word. Where is the living word? The greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. Victory was already victorious over you before you even became who you really was. Before your physical came into existence through the book of Psalms, Psalms clearly tells us Christ God, the Holy Spirit, foreknew us. He says, I knew you before you was even in physical formation. I saved you before any word left your mouth. I knew every action that you would live and speak and do before your physical being even came into existence. That is the God we serve. I ain't got to worry about Lucifer. I ain't got to worry about satanic agents. What I got to worry about is work out your salvation with fear and trembling. But church is ministers, believers are worried more about the devil. Really, it's the wrong way round. I ain't got to worry about him. I ain't got to worry about that. I've just got to say, God, help me to walk more towards you. Father, draw me more into your kingdom. Lord, your word is sharper than a double-edged sword. Lord, I am blessed and highly favored. I am a son. I am a daughter of the living God. Lord, I belong to you. The battle belongs to the Lord. I am blood washed. I am sanctified. I am filled with the goodness of God. No weapon forged against me shall prosper. Any tongue that rises up against me was already crushed, uh, crushed at the cross of Calvary. Satan's hill done broke you know you are a child of the living god i pray with all my heart that if the church in the uk would take its eyes off the prosperity gospel would take its eyes off the deliverance ministry take its eyes off the prophetic uh stuff that's out there and focus on the sovereignty and the 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 doctrines of grace if i studied the doctrines of grace I won't even talk about Lucifer anymore because suddenly I realize how big, how powerful is this God of Israel. He is the God of eternity. He is the creator of heaven and earth. He spoke everything into being. Atoms only exist because my God spoke the atoms into being. The greatest scientist is only walking this earth because my God spoke the scientists into being before his parents, his grandparents, his great parents even come into being. The test tube only exists because my God created the glass that creates the, the glass that creates the test tube. My God brought everything into existence. I ain't got to worry. I ain't got to fight. I haven't got to dance around anymore what the devil is asking me to do. I've just got to walk. What did God say to Abram? Walk before me and be blameless. That's it. What did Jesus say on the shoreline of Galilee? Drop your nets, come and follow me. That's the calling. The devil's defeated. He's finished. It's over. Work out your salvation with fear and trembling. Just as we finish, this has pressed a little bit too far tonight. Psalm 91. Psalm 91. I think if, if, if you've got to check around about verse 11. For he, 
for he will command his angels concerning you. When you look at that line on its own, for he, God, God will command his angels. He owns the angels in heaven. He owns the angels that are satanic pressers. He owns the grass of the field. He owns every atom. He owns every star. He owns every uh, area of the solar system. He owns time. He owns everything. Everything is in existence because he spoke it into existence. Just follow him. And I'm referring to me. Just follow You are a child of the living God. You're blessed and highly favoured. I'll see you Wednesday evening. May God bless you for the rest of this evening and just study the sovereignty and the power and the glory of God. You are redeemed. You are a child of the living God. You are free. Because who the sun sets free is free indeed. God bless you. Have a wonderful evening. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. The devil is already defeated. His work is already busted. You are what you are a child of the living God. God bless you. Take care. Have a wonderful evening in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. God bless.